How long does it take for a citizen to challenge a political campaign in their spending and questioning the legitimacy of spending, whether it was within the bounds of the law? Well, here in Illinois, I think we've got one testament that uh, takes about five years. (laughs) That's how long it takes to get... uh, Uh, Some kind of uh, clarity, some kind of resolution uh, to questions about campaign spending. It's the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop at 712. You can always follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Bishop on Air. You can email me as well, bishoponair at gmail.com. Let's talk about this case uh, that started back in 2016, and it deals with the uh, former uh, state Representative Frank Martino's campaign fund from the time he was a state lawmaker. Uh, Frank Martino is now the Illinois Auditor General. Uh, but to join us to delve even deeper into the background and ultimately what happened yesterday in the Illinois Supreme Court with a ruling is Liberty Justice Center Senior Attorney Jeffrey Schwab. Uh, Jeffrey, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Uh, so it's been, what, close to five years uh, since the genesis of this case? Yeah, that's correct. In 2016, then uh, our client David Cook filed a complaint against uh, Frank uh, Montino's political committee in the Illinois State Board of Elections. So um, ultimately, and, and, and if I could ask, are you on speakerphone? If you are, um, pick up the actual phone. It just sounds better on the air. Um, but uh, so, so the questions that were raised here were. Were what exactly? Uh, I guess just delve a little bit deeper into what uh, the citizen here uh, was ultimately looking at and and what he found when he did dig deeper. Well, apparently this is based on some reporting that some uh, groups did on uh, Frank committee or Frank Martino's committee's uh, campaign spending, particularly spending at a gas station. Uh, that that seemed like uh, there was a lot of uh, of payments for gas, and then also payments for th- for uh, at a at a bank for things that banks don't provide. Like uh, there would be uh, report a report that said that they spent uh, money at a bank uh, for uh, travel expenses or uh, for uh, political campaign workers or things like that, and so. Um, this uh, this was put out in, into the uh, into a newspaper or something like that, um, and I think somebody reached out to the Illinois Board of Elections and said, well, "What are you going to do about this?" And the board said, "We can't do anything about this unless a citizen files a complaint." So our client David Cook uh, saw this and thought, "This needs to uh, there, there needs to be a complaint brought, and I'll bring it." So he brought the complaint, and then from there. Um, uh, he basically needed an attorney because uh, the committee for Frank Martino had an attorney and the Board of Elections had their own uh, counsel. And so we, we were uh, able to step in and help him. Yeah, I got to imagine that uh, for a lay person who's not an attorney uh, and listen, I mean, uh, you, your your client here is not he's not just he's not an uneducated person. I mean, he was he was in like nuclear engineering, right? <laughs> Correct. He's a retired. <laughs> yes. So he's 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 not uh, you know necessarily a lay person, but when it comes to dealing with uh, you know, high powered attorneys for a political 
uh, campaign and then dealing with attorneys from the Illinois State Board of uh, Elections. Yeah, I could see how uh, he definitely wanted to bring in some help. So the Liberty Justice Center stepping up. Um, we're talking with senior attorney Jeffrey Schwab here on the WMAY morning news feed. So you guys were brought in. Uh, this was brought to the Illinois State Board of Elections. Uh, they dealt with it, kicked it uh, to the appellate court, and, and then we ultimately get to the Illinois Supreme Court. So we've got spending that's in question. Dollars going out uh, to to pay for vehicle maintenance, part of the political campaign, but you know th- that doesn't necessarily mesh with the law. You also had another element with cash payments coming out of a bank just for general round dollar amounts. Uh, so I guess just let us know what the the state supreme court ultimately ruled yesterday on all of this. Well, sure. Uh, so initially, the board of elections only ruled that the fact that the committee had. Um, reported uh, these uh, campaign uh, spending to the bank um, that the bank didn't provide, and and they never amended uh, their order, that that was a violation of the code. Um, but it didn't hear Mr. Cook's other arguments about uh, about uh, the, uh, the gas station, and then one other argument that it brought about how spending at the bank violated another provision uh, for fair market for in violation of the fair market value uh, provision of the election code. Um, so we ended up going to the fourth district court of appeals, which forced the board of elections to uh, enter an order on those issues. Then ultimately, the board uh, rejected all of those claims. We appealed back to the Fourth District Court of Appeals, and the Fourth District Court of Appeals reversed all of uh, the denials of the three claims that remained, Mr. Cook's three claims, and then those claims went to the Illinois Supreme Court to determine whether uh, Mr. Cook had uh, valid claims on those three remaining claims. And the Illinois Supreme Court yesterday ruled that one of the claims was valid and that two were not. Uh, the one that it ruled was valid was that there's a provision that provides that if you're going to pay for uh, gasoline uh, for campaign of vehicle or for vehicles that are used for your campaign that the, um, the committee doesn't own or lease, then you have to do it via a uh, pay an IRS fee per mile that's used, uh, where the the committee was actually paying or whole tanks of gas or filling up tanks of gas of private vehicles, even though they didn't own or lease it. And so the committee had uh, had said that that provision did not say that, that they could fill up uh, private vehicles, gasoline tanks. Uh, and the Illinois Supreme Court said, no, uh, the provision says what it means or means what it says and, um, and found that uh, – that they had violated that section. The only issue on that question left is whether there should be a fine imposed on the committee. And uh, the question of whether a fine should be imposed is based on whether it was a knowing violation. So that's what the Illinois Supreme Court said to that issue. So what happens with with that now? Does it go back to the uh, State Board of Elections? Correct. It goes back to the Board of Elections. The board will have a hearing on whether the committee knew that it was violating the statute. And uh, in these situations, knowing um, 
doesn't necessarily mean you knew what, what the law said, um, because um, similar to criminal law, it doesn't matter if you know that the statute exists. The question is whether you knew you were committing the act that uh, is listed in the statute. And so we think that we will be able to win on that issue. Um, so, so, other, really, so really the case isn't fully resolved yet. Uh, <laughs> no, we will. <laughs> you can kind of see why this takes five plus years here uh, to get some real resolution to it. Jeffrey Schwab with the Liberty Justice Center here with us on the WMAY morning news feed, uh, helping pick apart some of the uh, uh, decision yesterday by the Illinois Supreme Court in the case against uh, uh, Auditor General Frank Martino from his time as a campaign, uh, as a state representative with a campaign committee. And the, the questionable spending that happened uh, at a service station uh, that the Supreme Court ultimately did say was at least one aspect of it, uh, just uh, filling up gas tanks and doing vehicle maintenance, uh, violated the uh, the campaign spending for uh, vehicles. It's only supposed to be mileage reimbursement. Um, but, Jeffrey, uh, you know, in the little time we've got left here, talk a little bit about the Liberty Justice Center, the types of cases you guys take, uh, and uh, anything big in the hopper that we need to keep an eye on. Yeah, we're a national uh, public interest law firm, uh, and and we're dedicated to protecting uh, people's liberty and in, uh, and under the law and under the Constitution. Uh, and we have cases all over the country right now. Uh, some of our uh, more recent cases have been uh, enforcing or, or or combating what everybody is sort of calling cancel culture. There are people out there that uh, express an opinion, sometimes a, an opinion that sort of uh, right of center, and as a result, maybe they lose their job in, in a, a government job. And um, and when we've been filing uh, lawsuits against that kind of uh, use, including uh, one of our recent cases in Tennessee, uh, where a principal uh, gave a speech, uh, as he did weekly, and in this uh, speech he talked about the importance of uh, free speech and everybody being able to speak their mind freely, for which he was uh, put on suspension by uh, the school board. And uh, we intervened and got him off the suspension, and now uh, our lawsuit is proceeding against them. So those are some of our, our more interesting, more recent cases that we've been doing. Jeffrey Schwab, Liberty Justice Center, uh, greatly appreciate you taking the time today. And uh, I guess we'll have to double back because uh, I thought this thing was resolved. But if it's going back to the State Board of uh, Elections with the, uh, the Martino case uh, as to resolving whether they knew or not uh, if the spending violated campaign finance. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll have to double back with you sometime soon to see what the outcome is there. Greatly appreciate your time. Be safe out there here with the WMAY morning news feed. Thanks, Greg.